It's Hokie Week. CJ and Zach came in to join me here on the porch. We're going to talk all things about the battle for the Black Diamond Trophy. A sea of gold will await Saturday at high noon as the Virginia Tech Hokies come into town to take on our Mountaineers. It'll be the first time in 16 years the two teams will do battle here in Morgantown. And you guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab the coffee, feel style. If it's in the evening, grab the drink and come on back because we're talking all things Mountaineers and Hokies here on the porch. Let's go. We join this Garrett Green discussion in progress. All right, Jack, I'll tell you this drive that I'm that I saw at the his first drive of the third third quarter. Mm-hmm. He did look good with throwing the ball, though. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. He he has a good arm. He's got to be more consistent and accurate. But I think the biggest thing, and Brown's biggest thing, is him. You know, making his reads instead of just looking off the first one if it's not there and taking off. Yeah, but you know what? If that's what it calls for, sometimes I might be okay with it. Yeah, if you're Pat White, which he isn't. So, but that uh, I got. We'll get into that. <laughs> Um, People there, want there, him to be already. Good there, God. There's a play that he had that was similar to White's at the goal line when he busted it outside two defenders. Pat scores on that play. He didn't. That's the difference. Dude's got legs. He does, but he's not in the same athletic class as Pat White. Not well, who the hell is CJ? Major Harris. That's what I'm saying. Pat White's a once-in-a-generation guy, and I'm not saying that he's not. And I like what his athleticism brings, but – it, you're not going to make a living in Power 5 football being one read and run. Nope. And that's no. That's point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got I mean, he's got to work and he's got to get better at that. I mean, but a lot of that comes with time, but you also have to be able to show it you can do it in practice because not doing it there something isn't going to mag- mag- you know, just automatically happen on Saturdays under the lights. I don't know, man. I, I think though you can be if it's if you got RPO one read and run on the outside. I think you can have something there. Yeah, let that be the way he gets on the field. And yeah, I. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely made a the case to have. To for. He, yeah, I mean, he definitely made a case for for packages and sets and possessions, but he didn't do anything in my. In my book, to allow me to go, okay, yeah, he ought to be the guy from from. He ought to be QB one from now on. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody – I don't think anything that you did against Long Island was ever going to put anybody in a QB1 or move up anybody on a depth chart anywhere because it's Long Island. 
Hey, right. I mean, you give those kids some credit. They, they fought. They made the trip. But oh no 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 they they well they did their their fan base on the other hand was about six parents. I mean, did <laughs> did anybody even know who that team? <laughs> to be expected. Good good for them. The six that showed up. Some of those want... fans probably saw Blackbirds apparel. <laughs> no 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 no. They were all in the baby blue and in the sharks. Damn it! All but right, I, I'm gonna tell you this. I was getting pissed. I was rooting for seventy. Well, you know 70. what? Neil's got a lot of class, man. So you can take oh, that I... seventy and drive yourself back down the interstate. Okay? Oh, I, I, I sixty-six actually, I just, is just fine. And actually, I, I just walked down Van Horst to my hotel. But yeah. <laughs> I, I just um just watched the the green run there on the outside. Not shades of Pat, but that's I like that. No, I mean I, I yeah I, I, do, I do too, but I mean like I said that and that's and that's the big difference because Pat's you know once in a generation player. I mean the closest thing from you know at before him was Major, and then you that so, was in the eighties. You know what? How about this real quick? So Pat White obviously is Deer Green is not Pat White. No one's saying he is. Maybe other than UCJ trying to compare him to him, but um I don't know. Go read, go read some of Brad shit uh, over the last two days. Uh, to even like give said, that credence is unnecessary. He lives in a trash can, guys, okay? Um, oh, I'm very aware. He got fired from Mountaineer Sports Network, but all of a sudden he's a genius. It's like, bitch, I live in a fucking trash can. He actually, was, he actually worked there? Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, so, and he'll say that he left to start his own business to make more money, but the reality is he was about to be shown the door. Hey, um... Regardless of Brad Smith, because we spent too much time on him, I love the blocking by uh, Sam Brown and mm. Reese Smith on that touchdown there that by Garrett beautiful. Green. Yeah, it was. And you know what else? Let's let's talk about Garrett Green here real quick. If we're not we're not comparing him to Pat White, like we said, nobody is other than maybe CJ and Brad. Okay, um, and CJ, I'm sorry I put you in the same sentence with him. Great company. I, I, I apologize, buddy. Um, but who who do we compare him to? I mean, really, realistically, based off what you saw, you didn't see a ton, but you saw enough to maybe get an impression of him. I- anybody pop into your head? Clint Trickle with legs. Just because of the hair? And the cannon. Dude's got a <laughs> fucking hose. He does. He, he does. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's hard not to kind of agree with that one. The stature. Yeah. Um, and you got to remember, Green was a baseball player for so long, so his his throwing mechanic is really different. Um, He's got that gunslinger mentality. I love it. He does. Um, at, you know, obviously accuracy's going to need some work. I mean, he had the one really nice to scramble and the throw down the sideline on fourth down. Um, you know, but so I mean, I think some of that's the accuracy is just working on getting his mechanics complete. Um, but you know, I'd, I'd agree with that. Trick it with legs. That might be the the best one. But I, he's definitely. He, I think he's got a much better arm than Clint had. I think the arm's stronger than Clint's. I don't think he's uh, anywhere near the football uh, tactician and kind of knowing the game as Clint Trickett is. I mean, guys, a, guys now a quarterbacks coach. I mean, he he knew the game inside and out. So I'm not I'm not well, sure. Yeah, I mean, at you look that at, level I mean, yet. Yeah, well, Clint grew up around it. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah. we all know who Clint's dad is, and he grew up around it. And... Hey, for those that don't know CJ, because we might have some younger listeners here. Um, True. Old old offensive line coach in the Rich Rod era. 
ceremonies, they would just sit there in a stance. Loved mm-hmm. it. It was the coolest thing. Like, everyone knew our offensive line for that. And then he went and coached with Bobby at Florida State for a little bit. And he was, I mean, still was doing it there for a little while there down in Glenville, actually. But, uh, Old Rick, you know now, Zach. You, you knew about Rick, right? This is this is not this is not before your time, correct? No, I do know at least, at least a little bit about him. Hey, but you you also are uh, more schooled than most. Okay, I'm seeing you know who you know who also's got a little legs there. Old uh, old Goose Crowder. Mm-hmm. He can move around. I had him a little nice. No, nope, that was green anyway. Never mind. Yeah, Goose Goose has some athleticism. <laughs> uh, Never mind. It was. They put Goose in, and then they took him out and put Green back in, and he had a nice run. Stiff-armed a dude, took a little seat on the bench. He, he, okay, here's one thing that I worry about with him. It's a little too showy still for me. I'd like him to be a little less uh, energized, a little less in your face to the other team. Uh, you're beating a team 59 to nothing in the third quarter. Just go ahead and get back into the huddle, right? Or, or am I being old man on the lawn here? That's probably one thing that Neil isn't crazy about either. Yeah, it's say that's the truth. Yeah, I'm not gonna say you're kind of old man. I can kind of understand where you're coming from. Um, You know, when he scored, he was in the end zone. We were sitting, and we were in section 133. uh, My girl and I were, and when he scored, like you can see his facial expressions through the face mask. I was really shocked he didn't chuck the thing 16 rows deep in the stands. Like he was (laughs) trying to pull Randy Moss. Yeah, Ohio back in the day. You know, so got his back, and he's got it. One for the record books, Randy Moss, and he threw it over at McDonald's. He threw the ball all the way to the McDonald's. But you know, you also have to think too. This is Green's real first time playing in front of a crowd, fifty thousand people. Place was electric because of you know Winston Wright got it started. I think he was feeding off that a little bit, but yeah, he yeah some of the. Some of the antics maybe I think rub Neil the wrong way, and I think it's a – he used the word maturity. I think it was what the word he used in his press conference, and I think that's what he's alluding to is some of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, but you know, he is a young kid, and we, and we kind of knew when we got him. I mean, guy got kicked out of a baseball game his senior year, or junior year it might have been, and he had to sit – yeah, he got kicked out of a baseball game his junior year in the season, so he had to sit out his – one of his first football games as a senior. So he's, he has a little bit of an attitude of swagger, which is good, right? You want to see you swagger. Have to it, though. You have you to want, it. If you want to see swagger, watch him on the man trap. He walks with this air, and it's – I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but the way he walks that man, the way at least he did it for Long Island was just this air of I am the baddest man on the team. Like, it's weird, and I kind of like it because I think your quarterback needs to have that. Um, but you also have to have it somewhat under control. And that's the thing. I think that it'll rub people the wrong way because it doesn't seem – well, it's not that it doesn't seem he hasn't really done anything to earn it. But at the same time, he just has that what seems like a gamer mentality. He's just kind of like no moment's going to be too big for him. He's just going to think he's that dude. And if he continues to be that just as well served because he's got the attitude, right? I, I like it, Zach. I think exactly what you're saying there, that if we have a quarterback that has that mentality, I like that. Now, granted, a long way 
from him being that guy, right? Right. But here's here's the thing too. If he can be that guy for a couple plays here and there, and what we asked for last week, let him show us a little bit of brilliance a few times, Garrett Green, and he did enough to where I think Neil is going to feel comfortable putting him in certain spots to maybe get some playing time if they were to struggle. But here's the thing, guys. Zach, I know, I know, you know, you were banging the drum there for Garrett Green, but Jared Deggy looked good. Now, granted, Long Island, but Garrett, Jared Deggy looked real good on Saturday. The ball was crisp. No, he, he played well. And, I mean, here's the thing. If you go back to last week, granted, I was hard on Jared, fine. But at the same time, all I was saying – and, and it's what happened. I wanted to see what Green could do. I wanted to at least get a preview of what he brought to the table. And the kid, I don't care about the competition. The kid ran for almost 100 yards. He should have had 100 yards if not for that screwy play there at the end with the uh, the fumble. I don't. Know, I guess that wouldn't count towards rushing yards. But anyway, he was basically at 100 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, he he was really good, and he brought an element to that offense that would help a lot because granted Daigie makes fewer mistakes. He's probably more polished fine. But the way I see it is this, is this team going to compete for a big 12 championship this year? In all likelihood, probably not. We don't know that though, Zach. I'm just saying if we're playing the odds, it's probably not going to happen. So, well, hold on, but you're basing but time out, time out. Let's, 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 I, I, now, I, now hold on. <laughs> defensively, we're pretty good. And if we can figure out the run game, I mean, you lost the game with four turnovers, Zach. Let's not abandon the ship yet that we can compete for a championship in this league. I mean, yeah, Fine. it's it's a little bit of a stretch, but Iowa State doesn't look very good. Well, yeah. They were supposed uh, to be the second best team in the league. That was tough. Texas looked like shit. Uh, Oklahoma I mean, right in the ship. <laughs> but, hey, but that but if you get to the game, anything can happen, right? We all knew Oklahoma was the best team in this league from the, from the jump. So... Let's let's settle down on abandoning the ship quite yet. I didn't long abandon the ship. Season. I just well, said likelihood. It's just playing the odds, right? Okay, all right. Well, let's now, keep playing the this, odds. After this week, we'll have a better indication, I think. Much I mean, better. I mean, if you if you can go out and get a win this week, make it convincing. Even if you don't make it convincing, at least get a win against a strong team, a ranked team. That'd be a good sign. My point was, if if we don't, just say we don't. You're one and two going to the conference play. You probably roll Daggy out again against Oklahoma. You wouldn't want to throw Green out first game in Norman. What I'm Especially at night, too. At night, 7.30 p.m. I I don't see the point at that point in time. Because in all likelihood, at that point, if we lose to Vitek, probably go one and three against Oklahoma. Not being a downer. I'm just being realistic. At that point, what is the objective here? Do you really to get to a bowl game? You really well, yes, but I'm saying long term. Do you really want to roll Daggy out just because, or do you, would you like to see Green maybe get some development because he could be your guy moving forward? I mean, I think you can look at that either way. You're one yeah. and three with with a couple a couple yeah. of tough losses to good teams, right? And, and thank then, you for both of you guys coming over to my side of the argument from the last podcast and saying you don't want to run Green out there for his first start in Norman. I mean, because <laughs> both of you guys last week were like, ah, the hell with it. Well, I mean, I don't I, honestly. If you want to play him, go play him, right? But I agree. 
I'd also say that Deggy has done nothing to this point to lose the job, in my opinion. I agree. And I think no, that's the, was, I think that's the key point. Yeah, because he was efficient, and what you saw against LIU, at least from what I saw in the in the stands, watching it, and I haven't actually watched any of the 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 film tape part of it, like the broadcast stuff of it. But you saw who Deggy is when when the offensive line pass protects, and he has time to get through his progressions. You know, he had one where, you know, Letty was a check down and Letty was the fourth read and he went through him. He was crisp with him, made the decision. You know, it didn't feel like he kind of had that against Maryland where he had time to get through his progressions and be calm with it. But that's the but, problem. But the one time he's fine. If he doesn't, that's when he falls apart. Well, but and in you know what? Cases, he's not going to have to. That's a lot of. There's, there's guys. Yeah, but there's guys in the NFL that when you put pressure in their face aren't real good. So, I mean, oh. let's, you know, I mean, that that is what it is. The one thing I did take away from that, from the Long Island game is, is we still really struggle being smash mouth. We struggle. Hey, hey CJ, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead real quickly, though, and say this to that point. Game one. Against Maryland, okay, maybe we didn't didn't really have it offensive line wise, okay, and that's and that's dis- discouraging. But this game here on Saturday, that's not necessarily anything other to do than who you're playing on the field. The opponent is why the offensive line plays the way they did that game. Now we got to figure out a way to not have that happen. But you can't tell me the O line was fired up to play LIU this week, and that is oh. the one position on the field where you have to have that fire to get it going. And I don't think they had. It. And that right there is why right now I agree with Zach. Play the odds. We're we don't go to the Big Twelve title, and we're not a big time contender. You got to be fired up. I don't give a hey, shit if it's Nitro High that lines up. Hey CJ, nobody was pumped for LIU but you, bud. Nobody. Okay. okay, but what I'm saying though is, is from a player standpoint, you got to be. Georgia was pumped up, and they played UAB, and they mm, ran it Georgia's down on a different level than we are right now. I understand that, and that's what I'm saying. You want to get to that level. I don't give a shit who the opponent lines up across from you. Your job is to go out there and just manhandle people. We also won the game 66 to nothing, though, guys. Okay. I, we I, also didn't shove them around like we should have. Exactly. I, but also and, that's, and that's my point. Let's point this out there real quick, too. If you take away two of the big Letty, Letty Brown losses on running games, yeah, it's not necessarily what you want, but it's not as discouraging as maybe what it appears to be. I, okay. I just I can't you get take over the, the fact that Florida yard, yeah. International, Florida International, a week ago, ran for twelve yards a carry. That's a hell of a clip yeah. compared to what we have. I don't even know what we had. I mean, and, and, and while you're right on that, Zach, a hundred percent, a hundred percent correct. The fact is, LIU saw that film all week of them giving up twelve yards a carry. They've, they've got college kids. They're not – this isn't a JUCO program. It's questionable considering the well, <laughs> considering the tape. Dude, they're, they're – hey, their, their D-line, their they're D-line their was getting back there. They're in year of existence, and they're bottom third of FCS. I'm, you you have to shove them around. Like, I, I'm with Zach. You, we should you have ran eight, around. nine, ten yards a clip. There's mm. no reason we shouldn't have. Well, we didn't. And so that's that's all there is to it. Right. Um, and, and I think the second half, if you watch, um, you know, Neil, Neil coming into the halftime kind of says, you know, we, we've got to be a little more physical as a football team. You know, we've got to do this. And if you watch that second half drive, the first drive, we did run the football a little bit better than what we had there in the first half for sure. And then a couple of good passes. You put a couple of scores up real quick. Then you let Gary Green take over. I think he got into him a little bit at halftime. 
And I expect them to be really firing off the ball against Vatek on, on Saturday at high noon. I'm hoping that Doug no Nester, free ads. I'm hoping that Doug Nestor uses that club to throw a couple guys down, hit them across the head. You know, hey, let's and, yeah. man, let's talk about that real quick though. That's, That's got tough. to affect his ability. I agree. To be able to, I mean, I know because yeah, he's probably can yeah. play with it, but. Oh, well, man. I mean, he's basically one-handed. I mean, at this point, you know, because you can't, you know, you can't use that one hand to really grab on the inside, inside the frame like they're really taught to do. And he, you know, difference. control it makes a difference. You know, the one thing I was very happy with as we go into Virginia Tech, the what's the one thing you always worry about in a, in a game against LIU? Somebody gets hurt, right? We came out of that really healthy, and that to me was a huge bonus. Definitely. Did we have any significant injuries at all, or anybody really get banged up? That I, I, never, um, I never even saw somebody hit the ground. Not that I can remember. We, Maybe I'm wrong. There was one guy defensively got a little shaken up. I think it was the air knocked out of him. Um, there was one wide out on that green play and landed on the ball. But I mean, it wasn't anything like oh, 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 that looks bad. I mean, everything looked relatively just bumps, bruises, normal wear and tear. Yeah, you had to go play. Right. I mean, yeah. So let's say this. We talked too much about LIU to begin with. 66 nothing is impressive. That's what you needed to do. Big things to take away. They got 95 yards of total offense. We got 542. Yeah, we only averaged 3.6 yards of carry. But I will say we were, we were a little cleaner, I thought, than we were last week. Um, and, like, you know, one thing that we've definitely got to do is create some more turnovers. Um, one through two games is just not going to cut it, but maybe the football gods will shine down on us and hey. see a gold Saturday in Morgantown. Yeah, well, and, and here's something that's that's kind of interesting. Here's a stat I heard um, driving back on the way home uh, from Morgantown Sunday. Since 2010, West Virginia is now 23-1 and at home against non-conference opponents. Not bad. Hmm, 23-1, yeah, okay. Can you guess the loss? Non-conference opponents. And how many years? Uh, since 2010, I believe, was the year. Virginia Tech. That is correct. I was at that game. Not a fun time. Zach, can you tell us about some parking uh, lot horror stories there from RFK? No. Um, oh, you didn't have the issues. Okay. No, uh, FedEx Field wasn't dumping sewage that weekend like it did this weekend. <laughs> Dude, that was unbelievable. Not I mean, to me. That field's a piece of crap, no pun intended. Well, <laughs> I think there was plenty of pun intended. Um, <laughs> you got me. You're full of shit, too. No. Uh, no, I mean, I, that place, I'm glad that we're playing them Saturday in, uh, in Mount Pushkar on Mountaineer Field. You do realize that Tech game was a neutral site game, right? Yeah. yeah. RFK. Yeah, so that doesn't count as the home loss. Oh, uh, hold on. You said – didn't you just say non-conference? Non-conference at home. Oh. We, why didn't you stop us sooner? Yeah, we, we went on this whole time. Because I, 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 was, I was seeing if you two had, you know, gotten done with the love fest of RFK yet. Hey, that sewage thing needed to be talked about. That was – Oh, yeah, that was, that, was, okay. that was bad. You, you guys have a – yeah, because that was a, that was a neutral site, so it's twenty three and one against non conference at Milan Pushkar at home. The one loss to a non conference team at home since when? Two thousand ten. Ten. Well, it's definitely a Dana loss. Stu didn't lose at home. 
Let him know. Leave no doubt tonight. Leave no doubt tonight. No doubt. They shouldn't have played the old Golden Blue. Not this night. Yes, I'm it's, L- it's LSU. It's LSU. It's LSU. Ah, I was at that game too. Man, until Zombie Nation played and, and the old uh, Peterson took it all – or was it Claiborne? No, that was Peterson on that stupid Peterson. blitz and Gino threw it yeah. right at him. No, no, no. We're talking about the kickoff, brother. Oh, the kickoff? Yeah, that would have been Claiborne. Yeah, when Claiborne took it back after the place was absolutely the loudest I've ever heard it, when we got it to win the six, I believe, and then we kicked it off and then he took it all the way to the house – then the interception happened, CJ. Yeah, then the pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were hanging right with those guys. That is the one only loss we've had since 2010 at home against a non-conference opponent. So that's a that's a awesome. nice little nice little stat to be rolling into Saturday with. I'd just uh, like to point point out another stat, and it's Garrett Green related. Anybody happen to see the rushing numbers and uh, how it compares as far as, as far as history is concerned? What, what what stat is this? I, I mean, go ahead with your Gary Green love. Keep it going. I, I know he had 80 and it was the most for a quarterback since White, but that's all I really know. I believe since Pat, with the Pat White era, there have only been two quarterbacks to run. I believe it was to run for 50 yards. I'm going to look this up just to make sure I'm right. But quarterbacks running for 50 yards with multiple touchdowns, it was Green and Skylar Howard three times. Good times. It's always good to bring up that name on a podcast. People will love it. You're always going to elicit some uh, some reactions with that. That's for sure. One of the most polarizing quarterbacks in Mountaineer history, and I don't think that's an overstatement. I don't think it is at all. A guy couldn't throw a 10-yard out route, but yet somehow could bomb a 60-yard pass to Shelton Gibson. But somehow was tough enough to win games for us. I mean, you uh, look dude, on him now. He was tougher than a $2 steak. I love, I love that guy. Yeah, give me give me some filet mignon. You like Skylar Howard, Zach? <laughs> hey, he in my oh, opinion, God. he embodied what it is to be a Mountaineer. Tough it, as hell, goes out there, gets the job done. Even if it might not look pretty, it's kind of what you expect in West Virginia, no? Yeah, I still have flashbacks from that bowl game against Miami where he couldn't complete a freaking pass. Well, we won't talk about that. I mean, <laughs> hey, it was hey, all it, right. Dude hey, had in win hey. for Dana Holgerson. That's saying something. Hey, and it was not as bad as chugging off bowl game. Oh God, no! <laughs> At least Skylar Howard was a was had some. I'm, I'm, man, I'm looking for another word besides talent. He had some grit. Okay, I mean, chugging off, chugging off just had a name. That was it. Oh yeah, yeah. We just we just brought up freaking chugging off. Oh my God. <laughs> Hey, the fact that he got recruited or went to re- went to transfer to Ohio State after playing here that's, was hilarious. I remember Dana just said, <laughs> "Dana must." I think Dana, the exact quote was, "Urban must be desperate." <laughs> <laughs> Any chance uh, Urban ditches the NFL and takes the USC job finally? Mm-mm. I heard an interesting name surface about an hour ago. Let's hear it, Bob Stoops. Wow. He is in L.A. right now for all the Fox stuff. Interesting. I think Bob's done, though. I don't think so, CJ. I mean... His son's back out of it now. 
got to, got to watch him. Didn't have to be as closely tied to it. I could see him coming back. Yeah, but I don't know, man. That TV gig's awful sweet, and he's getting paid a boatload to do it. So I was actually I looked it up just to clarify. I was correct on the stat. It was quarterback since Pat White over fifty yards rushing and two touchdowns. The other one, which is just as interesting in my opinion, so since Pat White in two thousand eight, Garrett Green had the most rushing yards by a West Virginia quarterback since then. And at the time, he had 94, and he did it in not even three hole drives. And I, I get everybody wants to say, hey, the competition, awful. I get it. But we've played pretty terrible competition as well in other games, and nobody's done anything close to that. I'm not – I'm going to put a disclaimer in. I'm not saying Garrett Green should be the starter. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I wonder if we've, you know, since White have had a quarterback maybe as athletic as Green. Definitely not. No. So I, no. I think, yeah, I mean, so I think that plays into it. I mean, Skyler was somewhat athletic. Wait, but Willie not... Cress? <laughs> <laughs> well, what about, no, go ahead and throw Trey Lowe's name into the mix too, Bradwood. It's like, bitch, I live in a fucking trash can. Well, I mean, the, what hurts with with Crest was is you never really got to see him take any real snaps. I mean, that's because he wasn't worth the, the shit, just, bud. Just throwing it backwards. <laughs> true, true. But I, I will give the kid a ton of credit in this. He stayed. He switched positions. He didn't do oh, this whole transfer out shit. Yeah, he did. He played wide receiver and got got in the game some. Yeah, I agree. yeah, no he, did. he did. He no did. Oh, and I want to give a huge shout out recognition to the Mountaineer sports staff. Didn't get to do a senior day last year. They had the seniors come back this year and got to do and did something with them um, at halftime, recognizing them. Um, very well done to give those kids an opportunity to to get the cheer one last time. Very cool. That's that is a really nice touch because of what happened last year with COVID and the Oklahoma game being you know wiped away uh, forever. And it is a nice touch, CJ, and glad they did do something like that, man. So let's let's get into this week because, damn it, I think we talked long enough about LIU. So, initial thoughts on the Hokies coming to town, the 15th ranked Virginia Tech Hokies, a little number beside their name. Uh, Will be minus their uh, star tight end he's done for the year. Oh, okay. Well, and I'll tell you what. I love the fact they're ranked, and I love the fact they have that injury there too, CJ. Uh, what do you think, buddy? Um, man, I think it ought to be, it ought to be a good one. Um, I know um, they started selling tickets a little bit again. They're expecting a sellout, sixty thousand people, gold rush. They're going to have towels draped over the seats for everybody. Um, Let's go, free yeah. merch. I'm, yeah. I'm already ready to be honest with you. So um, I'm already yeah. mentally to Saturday almost. I, I, I think that place is going to be electric. Like I said, and they had, you know, almost 51,000 there for LIU. Um, now, granted, that kind of waned as the game went on, obviously. But, I mean, the crowd was there. They were electric. Um, student section showed up and was very loud. Um, so, I'll give them a lot of credit there. Um, I expect this to be to be a good one. Um, I think Green did enough to, you know, residents some, some opportunities, maybe some plays. Some Zach, you hear that? You hear that? Um, what's happening? Did you hear that? 
I, I think Green played well enough to where you can give him some packages, maybe a couple of series here and there. Um, if nothing else, just to give defensive coordinator something else to prep for. Um, you my know, man, TJ. Look at CJ coming to the dark side. My man. I like. I, I, yeah. So I mean, I, I like I said, I think he showed enough to do that. Um, you know, I think, you know, Tech's Tech's coming in. Um, you know, they're they're a good football team, but I would expect our defense to be to be up for the challenge. I, CJ, I, I agree with you 100. percent And I'm gonna tell you one one thing about why I think our defense will be ready for this. North Carolina's defense is not strong. That's not the strength of that football team. And, and Virginia Tech did enough to win, but they didn't necessarily light it up, right? And Their then against offense, middle, they yeah, yeah, against middle they didn't play that great either. Um, Burmeister has never seen a crowd and an atmosphere like he's going to see Saturday afternoon. And I think with our our defensive line, if they can get back there, um, man, that's going to make us a tough, tough assignment. For Mr. Yeah, Burmeister I, I, in that hokey offense. What yeah, about what do you would, think, Zach? I think you're right. I think, you know, I don't know how much experience Burmeister has. I don't think it's a, a heck of a lot, but you're right. This is this is gonna be a hell of a test for him. Um I I know that I'm super excited just to be there. It's gonna be my first game in quite a long time. Same for quite a few people, you included Blaine. Um it's gonna be hype. And I got a question. Hey, Zach, let, let me tell you this real quick. It will be college football the way I I know college football, right? Amen. 60,000. I mean, I've, you know, I mean, Mountaineer, true Mountaineer field game day experience back into that atmosphere. Um, there's nothing like it, man. There is nothing no, like it. You, no, but it was good to, see the, good to see the blue lot full. Um, but no, Zach. It's yeah. the The atmosphere is going to be electric. My question is: Is can the defensive line create pressure? Um, didn't feel like they did. I mean, against LIU, I think they did at times. But it's. I would like to see it a little more consistently. Now, granted, you're not going to blitz LIU and put all that on tape. But I'd like to see us get after Burmeister early, get him kind of flustered early, and just let the crowd take over. Before before I get into the actual game itself, I gotta I gotta ask an apparel question. This is my first game I've been to in almost two years. So birthday's over the weekend. I get a gold shirt. It's a hand with the horns down. The Texas game is true blue. Can't really get away with wearing this. Do I rock it at Botech? Yes or no? I say no. Oh, okay. always rock horns down. Oh I man, say no split that. decision. I say no, and I tell you why I say no. This Virginia Tech game is almost big enough to get something of itself, right? Like, so I need to go buy a, a hokey-related gold shirt. Is that I, what you're saying? That's what I'm thinking. Or, or, or they are selling the gold Q Country Road shirts. Those aren't a bad one to go with either. Okay, okay. I'll see. I'll see what. Uh, but I, but I'm what, always in favor feel? of rocking, rocking down. So I'll pack it. I'll pack it. Wear or not wear. We'll we'll make the decision Saturday morning. <sighs> well prepared. I hear you, Zach. I think you can get away with wearing the horns down shirt to the True Blue game, and I think that's the direction you go. Okay, I'm think. Here's what I'm thinking. 
and this is completely off topic. I understand, but I will get back on track. I promise. No, actually, I love this apparel is what I'm about, buddy. It's awesome. a game day, game day attire, man. We got to talk about it. We we haven't yet, and we should. Oh, oh Blaine does it like Blaine content. treats it like the Emmys. He has like three wardrobe changes before he gets in the stadium. My man, that's my kind of guy. <laughs> that's I'm what's up. The games together. That was for that one's for Hayers as well. <laughs> so true. I'm thinking November Texas game. I can put the horns down shirt over a blue hoodie and I'm still good. I think it's, I think you can probably pull that off. Not my traditional style to go with the uh, t-shirt over the hoodies act, but to each their own. That's because you dress, you you dress like you're going golfing sometimes. Buddy, nothing wrong with it, man. Nothing fresher than the polo underneath of the pullover. He'd be a good old Miss fan. Oh, hey man. Hotty toddy. (laughs) All right. So to the actual game. (laughs) <laughs> I think finally off the topic of apparel, I had to get it out there. CJ, I think you're right. Getting pressure on Burmeister is going to be a huge deal. I don't know what their offensive line has looked like. I only got to see bits and pieces of it against UNC. Obviously, didn't watch anything against Middle Tennessee State. But I'm waiting for our guy who has the door to get loose. He absolutely – was just all over the place on Saturday. And you would expect him to, again. But he was there and there and there and there and there. But he only managed to get one sack. I think this could be a spot for him to really get get loose. Yeah, and I, th- and I think it's going to have to be, um, like I said, you know, if they could create pressure um, with three or four, um, you know, that makes them even more dangerous. But, like, I, I do expect them to, to show a little more blitz packages this week. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see Mesidor and, and Stills and those guys be able to create pressure on their own um, and really kind of set the tone set the tone early um, and really, really get that place juiced up and then just let the offense just let it rip. And hey, Here's something to think about, though, with Mesidor, right? Saturday's quiet, was around the ball a lot, but also there was a lot of other guys that got to play. Jalen Thornton's of the world. Sean Martin looked impressive. Jordan Jefferson. Jordan Jefferson. I think the D-line got to see some of that depth rotation, right? Mesidor had nine sacks – or not nine sacks, excuse me, had nine tackles, nine Mm. sacks. That'd be – we put him in the Mountaineer Hall of Fame right now um, if he did that. But, I mean, he was – he got after it against Maryland. Man, I just – I loved what I saw of the defense again this week. Yeah, we gave up 30 to Maryland, but we shut out a team. It doesn't matter who it is. You don't give up points. That's a pretty that's a pretty good effort, man. Agreed. That's, that, yeah, that's a daggone good football team, as Bobby Bowden would say, right? Like, yeah. you that, that right there proves something to me. Good. I don't think defenses that have are just okay, they're going to give up a play or two. We learned a little bit from what we – maybe hopefully the mistakes we made against Maryland, you know, yeah, well, on Saturday, to... it's LIU. That's again LIU, but I like what I saw out of the defense again, and I think that we can see more of that on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, but... and I think the thing too, uh, too, to understand also is, is you know, Keaton Mesidor is going to see a lot more double teams this year than he did last year. Um, you know, so I think that's going to kind of slow him down. You got to learn how to play against that. You know, still get leverage and, and win those battles. Um, but I mean, he's still flying around. He's still all around the ball. I expect him to to be all over the place Saturday. And the defense is going to have to set the tone, right? Because we've seen we've seen the offense against Maryland. It wasn't explosive. Hopefully, we've learned over the past couple of weeks 
what we need to do, what adjustments need to be made, and that turns up a little bit against the Hokies. But the defense has to set the tone. That is the heart of this football team. And if they can make it, if they can make it crazy, if they can get the place loud, the offense will hopefully be able to do enough to get a W and come out of there with a ranked win. That's that's what has to happen. The offense can't be can't be pressed to, to do too too much, but a good balance would be nice. Yeah, well, and then there's one aspect we have not touched on yet for that one, um, and that's uh, special teams. Um, Zach, mm-hmm. I think you're going to get your under on the Winston Wright punt return fumbles because I don't necessarily think he's going to see another punt. Um, I don't know yeah. about that. It's It was one week. If we need a spark eventually later on, there yeah, might be a may, chance. Maybe, but here's going to be the question. If you're the special teams coach for Virginia right. Tech – I'm telling my kicker, kick it out of bounds. Do not kick it to that kid wearing number one. Agreed. They're beamer ball proud. They still might just do it. They might. And, and if I they just, do, they're going to get burnt. Well, when we got the ball, I looked over at Eva, and I looked at my girl, and I said, if they kick it to him and he gets a return, this place is – because you could feel it was – the crowd wanted something early. And the second he hit the hole, the place went insane because they knew he was gone. And it was just like – you watched the film last week. How the hell do you kick it at him? Because it's LIU and the kid's just trying to kick it, period. He was he just got it to the ten. Yeah, he got it. Exactly, <laughs> Did well, you see I, that kid trying to make the tackle? Oh, yeah. great. Well, I, it looked like, uh, right now, looked like if, somebody trying to do karaoke as he was Virginia, trying to tackle if, if Virginia Tech kicks it at him intentionally, I'll be very, very surprised. You thinking pooch kicks or opposite side? I mean, they they got to do something because Winston Wright is making a case already to be probably the best special teams uh, returner in the in the country. Honestly, I don't know who else yeah. has done what he's doing. There's a lot of guys I, out there, but my God, I don't exactly. know what the yeah I don't know what the school record for kickoff return yards in a season is, but I'm willing to bet he's going to have a damn good shot at it. He's creeping on it right now, for sure. All right. There's no question about that. Um, he'll he'll get an opportunity to bust one on Saturday. Um, I have that feeling. Uh, now, granted, but, is he going to take it to the house? Maybe not, but maybe Winston not, Wright. But, I could see Winston Wright going back there to what our point about the, the punts. Who knows? Maybe we need a play uh, and Neil – gives him another opportunity yeah and and yeah i mean he may get another opportunity i'm not saying that's in stone just right now it, it doesn't look like that's going to be necessarily something neil does a lot uh, it may just be you know an occasional thing he puts him back here if he's looking for a spark but um but i was the special teams played very very well I had the blocked field goal um, I think special teams is going to play a very big game in this with Virginia Tech, um, especially if, you know, it ends up in one of those things where maybe the offense struggles and Neil plays field position. Um, winning that special teams battle and flipping the field is going to be vitally important Saturday. I think that's something we do a great job of, too. Oh, yeah, we absolutely do. On, on the blocked field goal, CJ, I don't know if you went back and actually watched the game, but you may not have seen it from your seats. That no, because it was on the opposite end of goal. us. Dude, dude who was holding it, put it like a pancake on the ground. It wasn't even on the tip. The fact the kid even got it off the ground kicking it was amazing. It was right. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, one I, of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't seen it because that was on the opposite side of the field from us. We just saw the uh, block. 
but yeah, I had, like I said, I haven't had a chance to really actually watch the film. It I got was, kind of inundated with the NFL yesterday. <laughs> it was, to be honest, it was, it was almost like when uh, the Cowboys had that onside kick. Is what it looked oh, like how he had to kick it. It was bad. The watermelon style kick, where I mean, you just couldn't <laughs> even like do anything one. with it. Uh, but but hey, I, but I hey, do. it's still a block. Still, oh, yeah. and it, it goes to hey. But here's the thing: I think the special teams is is absolutely where we can win this football. It could be a big X factor in the return game with Winston Wright if they do kick it to him. Maybe you get maybe you get frisky with a block, um, I, and we just seem to do a really good job of that anyway. And I think Sumter's pretty good uh, as well. And we we've we and I feel like Neil's comfortable playing that game. I'm not sure if Fuentes is as comfortable playing that game. Uh, yeah, and the one thing I haven't seen yet, and, and you guys might be one of you guys can correct me if I'm wrong with this, but I haven't really seen us pin our ears back and come after a punt yet this year either. No, I don't think we have. It'd be a good day to do it. Yeah, and I'm and I and I know against LIU, you're not going to because you're not going to want to put that on film. But it'd be interesting to see if maybe they try and come after one or two Saturday. No, and, and, you know, also to kind of get into this point, guys, um, and kind of talking about the, the you know, the Hokies and, and not just on the special teams aspect of things, but kind of where they were at and kind of what we saw out of them so far this season. Burmeister's been efficient but hasn't been, you know, spectacular. Their offense has been good but not great, I think would be a fair assessment. They've got a lot of different running backs they try and run, but none of them are outstanding. Blackshear is probably the best of the group. I think North Carolina got caught flat-footed thinking they were going to be good on offense. and Maybe everyone else just had them overrated, me included. Um, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> no comments, and, CJ? Sean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Blaine, Blaine, Blaine's favorites are, are not playing well. Oh, one. It's still early. It's still, hey, North Carolina put some points up last week. So, But anyway, I mean, and that, like we said, it was a perfect atmosphere for them. A Friday night you know, opening game and Vatek picked them off and Vatek did what they should have done against Middle Tennessee State. But it there was some there were some cracks potentially uh, exposed there that maybe North Carolina didn't get a chance to because they were just shell shocked um, from how that game kind of went. I yeah, thought that, that Hawkman that, played well. Well and and two, you gotta remember that game's in Blacksburg. That that place was electric. It usually always is. Um you know, so I think that does play into it. Um, I think, you know, and, and defensively, you know, I think the one guy you really have got to be concentrating and paying attention to is that Trey Turner kid, uh, you know, 6'2 wide out. Um, he had, you know, he's got eight catches for 131 yards so far on the season. I have any touchdowns, but, you know, he is a, he is a big physical wide receiver. So, um, you know, I, I expect probably Nick Troy to be on him quite a bit and, um, you know, I, I think, you know, if, if you can make Burmeister uncomfortable, um, keep him funneled in the pocket because, I mean, he, he can tuck it and run with it. Um, you know, he's not Mike Vick by any stretch of the imagination, but, I mean, you know, he can make some plays with his feet. Uh, but just make him uncomfortable. Uh, don't let him be efficient. Uh, get off on third downs, win the turnover battle. Um, you, you set yourself up to be in a really good spot at the end of the game. I think it's interesting uh, that the guys out in the desert inst- installed us as a three-point favorite. I agree. I thought they might yeah, something. It's, 
very yeah strange. and it and it's fluctuated because it opened at three and then went to two and a half now it's back to three um i know the spread has moved it opened at 49 now it's up to 50 and a half but i almost feel like when they do that that's almost even because you almost automatically get three for being at home that's true the home field always seems to account for three points so they think this is an even football game and, and that the polls, eh, they're probably a little bit uh, out of whack. Um, yeah, I mean, even the – Yeah, I mean, and I, we make fun of it, you know, ESPN, you know, FPI's got it, you know, 57-42 for Tex. I mean, even they're, they're viewing it as almost a toss-up too. So it it it, it is – it should be a really, really good matchup on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and I think – it it should shape up to be a pretty even matchup. It being in Morgantown could make the difference, like Blaine talked about. Special teams play can make a huge difference, and it seems like that's something that's kind of in our favor since Beamer isn't in Blackbird anymore. But like you said, uh, CJ, we got to heat up Burmeister. He's only been sacked twice through two games. That's a critical component to this game, making him uncomfortable, like you mentioned, and at the same time trying to contain his legs because like you mentioned also he can he can burn you but it's it's going to it's going to really be up to that front seven to make the difference because he hasn't put up stellar numbers at all through the air two games in so i think that our secondary should hopefully be able to hold up as long as we can put some heat on him i want to see him have to throw the ball deep i mean i don't think he's got got a you know Tails and man, that was a tongue twister at this time of the evening, fellas. <laughs> trying to get Tagovailoa out there. You said um, that right, but not Talia. Ooh, man, that's <laughs> tough, dude. It's tough. I'm just so used to wanting to say Tua when when you say that, it's just hard to make your mind go there to him. But I don't think Burmeister can throw that deep ball uh, the way that the way that uh, Tua's brother can. So that's what we're just going to call him from now on the rest of the season, or he should not be named. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. We can't take that away from Oscar. No, that was but, Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I was going to say. Is that I can't can't take that away from Oscar. Um, but here's here's the reality. I I want to try and see him throw the ball deep. I don't think he's got that in him. And I think we can make some plays down the field. Like you said, Nick Troy Fortune could have a big day. I think a die. I like our guys back there. I think they hopefully gelled a little bit more as the Maryland game went along. Other than Mahone getting caught watch watching there at the end of the game. We were pretty good, and we looked good again Saturday, granted, LIU. So, I'm excited for this defense. I love the under in this game. Um, I think I think that that's – I think that we're going to find a way to do enough on offense, and I think we're going to use Garrett Green in certain spots. I think Neil is – I think Neil will take the chance um, to use him a little bit more Saturday, and he could make a big play or two, and then allow Daggy to manage the game and be efficient with the football like he was Saturday, and make the throws, and these receivers are catching passes, offense could hum Saturday. I think we can make a big statement to the country, springboard ourselves into a, a, a big showdown with Oklahoma next Saturday night, 7.30. I mean, we have two national, you know, spotlight type of games here um, on these next two weeks. Yeah, um, and, and I agree with you on Burmash. I mean, he's only averaging, you know, 7.2 yards of completion, um, long of 47. So I'm kind of with you. I don't think he's necessarily a guy that's going to shove it down the field. Um, it, it, and that kind of shocks me a little bit because 
you know, for instance, at Memphis, I mean, they would push it down the field, and I just don't feel like his offense has quite found that at Tech yet where they – whether it's either the quarterback or maybe the guys that he's got there, they just don't seem to have that that big playmaking ability where they can really drive it down the field. Say just a friendly reminder, guys, during all of your football – season there's really only one place to get all your information and that's at wallys and wimpysports.com pick up the the print edition there at all of your local parmar stores throughout the valley some exxons marathon sitcos anywhere with your neighborhood parmar store you can find some wallys and wimpy's got all the schedules some insight jim and the boys do a great job and we're excited to partner with wallys and wimpy's so definitely make sure that you're uh, looking for those when you go there and pay your gas, uh, get your football schedules too. So pick up your Wellies and Wimpies today. And now back to the porch. Yeah, I think you're right, CJ. Um, making Burmeister have to make plays that he may not be quite comfortable making, that's going to be critical. Taking away what he's comfortable with, I mean, that's that's the name of the game. So if we can do that, we'll have a, we'll have a good shot. Yeah, absolutely. And – and I think, too, Zach, when, when you talk about Burmeister, do they really have those established playmakers yet? And I don't think they really do. Um, and I think we've got guys on the defensive side of the ball that can make plays. Um, like we talked about, we love the under in this one. If you had to pick, though, fellas, we win Saturday or we win in Norman, which are you taking? Saturday. And why? Saturday. I'm with you, Zach. I think I'm with you. CJ, that that's a tough one because we haven't beat Oklahoma since we joined the Big Twelve, um, but we do have the the curb stomping um, of them in a bowl game while we were still in the Big East. I'm going to take Saturday simply just because it's Tech, it's the Black Diamond Trophy, and it's been a little while since that thing's been back home in Morgantown. Yep, Zach. Yeah, I agree. And having that one at home makes a massive difference. I mean, this this place is going to be absolutely nuts. Oh, with without a question, man, it's going to be a lot of fried fried birds going into uh up into some tailgates. Uh, couldn't man, I cannot think of what what I want to call that, but into some birds going into some deep fryers. Yeah, <laughs> going to be lots of birds going into deep fryers there Saturday morning uh, in Morgantown. For sure, you know, kegs and eggs on full display. I think I would rather win this game, though, than Oklahoma, even though Oklahoma's a conference game, because, man, I feel like this program needs that shot in the arm right now. And VT being 15th in a home game, and I think gets everybody real excited again, because Maryland kind of decimated some people, and it kind of took a lot of air out of a lot of sales. You get this one. You know, even if you were to lose, I mean, I guess you can make the argument being Oklahoma with Spencer Rattler and all that, but would it feel more flukish if you went out there and did that if you lost this game? Probably. And right. also, a win against Virginia Tech means more on the whole to the fan base, without a question. You think so? Beating Oklahoma? I, I think I don't, so. I don't know the, about that, but, but I, I, I get where you're coming. Just, I, be, I, just because of the sheer nature of the win, I mean, all the history that's tied to it, people will hate even though we hate Oklahoma, it's because we – it's more like you hate us because we you ain't us. Right. Like we don't have a burning <laughs> passion that we hate Oklahoma like we do Virginia Tech. It's just not the same. Yeah. I Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with Zach. It, it's 
this is an old school rivalry, um, you know, and it's, and it is a big deal. I mean, if, if you spend any time, I mean, go to Greenbrier, Pocahontas County, those areas, there's some VT fans in those areas just because of proximity and all that. So, I mean, this, this is a big rivalry. Um, People remember it. I mean, uh, I was walking around the stadium Saturday and they've got, you know, the plaques with the legends, you know, and they've got one, uh, it's Grant Wiley. And immediately the first play I thought of was him diving over the pile against Virginia Tech. That's that's just an image from that rivalry that you have. About eight inches away from the goal line. Randall is under his center. Power eye formation. Randall barking signals. Hands the ball off. Sucks his stop short. West Virginia gets the football. That was Grant Wiley. Or the, um, the massive hit um, at VT in the rain back in like 2003, 2004. This this rivalry just has so much history behind it. There's it so much of a passion. It, it's kind of like it, it's not on the same level as Pitt, but it's right up there. And so, yeah, I think for the fan base, this one means so much more than, than Oklahoma does just because Oklahoma is still relatively new. I mean, we're new-ish into the Big 12. Yeah, we haven't beat them in conference play yet. We've had our opportunities. But, no, I, I think if you ask – Ten Mountaineer fans, you'd get nine of them. I would say Saturday's bigger than than what's in Norman. Yeah, absolutely, um, CJ. And, and and you know, you talk about the plaques, man. You talk about Grant Wiley, uh, Brian King. That game, I think, was the game that where Rich Rod really established what the program was back then, right? And then the crushing oh. losses when Vic scampering down the sideline and they make the oh. field goal at the end to to keep them alive that year for the national title. And you could even go back into the, you know, the, the Neyland days versus early Beamer ball and how we kind of dominated them. And, and, you know, hell, even if you want to go back to the, the Greer game uh, that Zach, mm-hmm. you know, remembers finally there in DC. I mean, that was a classic game. I mean, we had the chance awesome. at the end of the game. I mean, I saw the play today of, of, of Greer hurdling the VT guy on the fourth down. And I'm like, wow, like how did I almost forget that? And that was a that was a phone wallpaper for quite some time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, yeah, absolutely. And that is that is what this rivalry is about. And the fact that we haven't played them in Morgantown in over in over sixteen years, man, that's that's special. And we haven't beat them in eighteen years. The last time we beat them was the twenty eight to seven drubbing of the third ranked overrated Hokies that year. Two thousand yard touchdown pass. Two thousand three, a Wednesday night. Three. Wednesday night, yeah, I I remember I had a I had a test the next day in one of my classes, and I was like, nope, I'm not studying. I'm going to watch the tech game. <laughs> good decision. <laughs> hey, good, yeah, maybe not for your GPA, your grades at the time, CJ, but in hey, in I terms still, of your long term life, it probably was a good decision. Um, well, I still aced the test, so we're okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> How can, we couldn't even confirm it if you didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but here's, I mean, the, the thing about it is. Saturday, the nostalgia is just going to be in full force, and I and I love that. Um, seeing seeing that maroon and you know orange and kind of how ugly it is on the other side, uh, yeah. it's just going to be fun. And it's it's a game like CJ said. There's a lot of people down in the Greenbrier area that you know you go to the classic and they're all about the young because he's a hokey and it's a passionate fan base and they're going to bring a, a substantial number there. But the sea of gold will be loud. It will be proud. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, we 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 kind of talked about the line. Let's kind of get an X factor 
and then uh, a pick. Uh, I want to go ahead and lead it off with Zach. What you got? He's taking advantage of my deferential nature. I was going to say CJ, but I'll take it. <laughs> I'm not allowing you. I'm not allowing you to defer to the second half, Zach. You got to go first here. That's, that's You're gonna, okay. You got to go Dana and take the ball, and we're going to score. Okay. I, I won the toss, and I deferred to you. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, so I mentioned the defensive line and the front seven being a huge factor in this game, but ultimately, what's really going to make a difference? You got to score points to win the game, and you play to win the game. And the offensive line is going to make the difference in this game. West Virginia's offensive line has to take a step forward. They have to give Daggy some time. They've got to make some holes for Letty to run through. Because if not, we're going to have a hard time putting points on the board. This could be a game similar to the game Virginia Tech had in week one against UNC score-wise. A 17-10 type of finish. But if we want to be on the 17 end of that one, We've got to be able to score at least a little bit. And if the offensive line can't hold up, it's going to be a lot harder to do that. And Virginia Tech can can get to you. So we've got to do our best to take that element away from them. I like it, Zach. I like it. CJ, what's your X factor? Um, my X factor, it's kind of a dual one. I, I, and it's going to be not necessarily sides of the ball, but it's two players. One is Winston, Winston, Wright. I mean, obviously we know what that guy can do. Um, I expect him to have a phenomenal game, not just in the special teams aspect, but I expect him and in the receiving game, um, to have a lot of opportunities in the middle of the field, um, to make some explosive plays. Um, and then the other guy is going to be Nick Troy fortune. Um, he right now is just – he looks like a lockdown corner. He's playing with so much confidence. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go out there and give you a prediction. I'm going to say he – I'm oh. going to say he ends up with a pick six. He's going to take over oh. the house Saturday. Ooh, I like Let's it. go. Shots of Canadian mist on the house. Yeah, he just – On that uh, right there. And Cody, I mean, will what, know. Cody what, will know why. Cody will know why. Yeah, okay. so, yeah, he just right now seems to be playing with an, just an extraordinary amount of confidence. Um, I, I see him making a big-time play um, on Saturday and really just get, blowing the roof off of that building if it had one. Hey. <laughs> well, it doesn't, thank God. Uh, <laughs> so we don't have to all wear masks Saturday um, as yes, we sir. get loud and proud. But here, here, here's the thing. Um, my X Factor in the game, man, how often do we use Garrett Green in the run game? I think that's a wrinkle yes. that you might just use enough, man. Zach, I think with Neil Brown gets a mobile quarterback, I think the offense would look so much different. Um, I think it would add so many different dimensions to what, what we're already doing and kind of doing well. I want to see how often we use them. I think that'll be really interesting. I don't, think, in- I don't think Jared Diggy has a- actually done anything to lose the job. But I just want to see how often we use Garrett Green to hey, bring he, in a to bring hey, in a Dana he, Holgerson term. Um, you want to see how multiple they can be. <laughs> well, I mean, we got to throw we got to throw it to yeah, multiple out there, and you know, I don't know, guys, it's, it's gonna be rough. I've all, you know what you know what I like though. I've almost he's almost faded from my mind. That was my probably worst Dana in a while. Uh, yeah. Well, because I'm not hearing him every week. Like when he's, it used to be all the numbers, right? Like, eh, we gotta let Will, we gotta let Seven sling it, you know. And oh man, I, I'm glad I don't have the Dane anymore. 
Hallelujah. Back-to-back weeks wearing the Shocker hat, by the way. I'm big fan. Big fan. <laughs> oh, and by hey. the way, and by the way, Blaine, just, just so you know, we, we are now officially on the countdown. We have one keeper, one keep for Deggy on that read. One keep for Deggy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He kept it in the second quarter, I believe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, so 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 now here's the question: Over under two and a half, he keeps them for the season. <laughs> for the season, <laughs> I will go with the I over. Wanna, I'll go I with the over. Be an ass and just say the under. Oh, I'm taking because, the hey, under because I'm you so know why the, the hey, If you take the under, that means that your boy Garrett Green Zach is getting out there even sooner. Exactly. So, I, I, I am in the camp though, and I will say this to finish up and then get a prediction on this because I brought it up again. Sorry, I had to. But <sighs> Deggie's done nothing to lose the job, in my opinion. I think he's is a solid quarterback. But Gary Green does give us something different, and I kind of want to see it more often. That's, that's where I'll go. You know. can, I, can I throw a scenario out there? Yes, just yes. To kinda, just to kind of play into the discussion that CJ brought up at the beginning of the podcast with Pat White. Garrett Green comparisons. What would you say, CJ, if God forbid Jarrett Daigie got hurt in a similar fashion to Adam Bednar? Garrett Green comes in and lights the world on fire. What would you say then? Okay, here's what I'd say. I love that. I love it. Keep preaching from the pulpit there, Carpet. Let's go. I love what you said. I I used to be. Can I get an amen from the congregation? I, I used to be kind of the guy is if the starter got hurt when he came back, you know, he ought to go back in. But that was me a long time ago. And, and it all started to really kind of turn. Um, and I'll tell you this right now, because I started looking at it from a much different perspective. If let's say Deggy gets hurt, Green comes in, the offense is clicking, they're playing well, they're putting up points, you know, he's getting better um, and they're winning. You, you do what Bill Belichick did when Bledsoe got hurt. You say, sorry, we're just going to roll with the guy who's hot right now. And that's what you do. Uh, hey. what Rick did with, with Adam Bednarik. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. The Bednarik one doesn't really fit as much because they weren't real good with Adam in there. Uh, let's just be real. Adam didn't Are fit that Are we that, that good system. with Deggie? <laughs> I don't think you know he- what's funny, Zach? And I'll say this right now. Very similar eerily similar the starts uh although not not to the same extent because we didn't lose a game there with bet uh before that vt game but weird how the offense is similar offense is similar he's kind of got a little mobility limited not a great passer team's not great on offense yet but you can see skill position players everywhere intriguing yeah, I mean, I would think in that situation, you know, if Deggie gets hurt and Green comes in and they're just, you know, they find a way to get it rolling, then obviously you, you stick yeah, absolutely. with the hot. You, you do the Bill Belichick and you stick, you know, stick, it out, stick, stick it out with a hot guy. To, to say is, are they that much better with Deggie? No, I don't think they are. But in the terms of what Neil is looking for out of his quarterback right now, Deggie fits a little bit better. He's a better pure thrower. Um he doesn't, you know, like, and to borrow his exact quote, he was really efficient. That's what he's looking for right now. So, and he also mentioned how Green didn't really stick to the plays. So that's something. Yeah, he was very. 
yeah, there was a lot of times like that back foot hit. He was looking at that one reading it wasn't there, and he was tucking it. And that's not Neil wants his guys to be now. If you want to go one two and then go, I think he'd have been a little bit more okay with it. But there were sometimes, man, as soon as that back foot hit, I think he already knew he was pulling it and going regardless of what what was there, which which worries me because then you can't do what we have wanted to really see, right? Push the ball down the field. Well, if you're not going to stand back here and have the pocket discipline to let those routes develop, you're not going to be able to throw it down the field. Right. I just like to play devil's advocate. I can't help myself. Oh, no, 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 no. That's fine. And I, I, I see where you're coming from. And like I said, I, I got no issues running with the hot hand. Uh, Ed, man, CJ, you just kind of brought me back to reality, though, thinking about it, because this was LIU, and while Green looked very intriguingly flashed brilliance at times, uh, it's still day that can get the ball down the field at this point in time from what we've seen, because we just didn't see it from Green on Saturday, getting it down the field, although the ball to Esdale was really, really nice. Um, and I think they've told him, hey, you know, or he probably in his mind thinks maybe one, maybe two read, let's take it and run because I have the wheels to make plays. And against LIU, he did have the wheels to make plays. Does he have the wheels to make plays against Virginia Tech? That is to be seen. Yeah, so, and I mean, and that was the one thing, and if you talk to Pat, he'll tell you, you know, that was what made him so much better as a quarterback was once he started, you know, okay, yeah, I can make plays with my feet, but if I can be disciplined in the pocket, that makes us that much more dangerous. Absolutely. But at the very least, like we mentioned earlier on, to have that in in the film that Virginia Tech has to plan for, at least has to devote yeah. time during practice this week to plan yes. for, that's nice That's nice to have. Because Absolutely. if they're, they're going to have to take time to prep for green, which means they're losing practice time somewhere else. Right. And planning for a running quarterback is a pain in the ass. Yeah, no question. And, and because green and Deggy are so different too, and the offenses are ran – very differently when those two guys are in the game. I think that's another part of it, you know, is is really, really uh, in our favor for Saturday. Um, fellas, let's, let's get predictions. Um, I'll go ahead and lead off. I think the Mountaineers are taking this one 27 to 17 on Saturday. 27 to 17. Not going to get to the 30 you want, Zach. But... I do think we're going to see Letty Brown do well. I think we're going to make a couple kicks in the kicking game, maybe get that defensive turnover and get those shots the Canadian missed. And uh, I think that the Hokies will make mistakes and we'll be able to continually get them off the field and pressure Burmeister. The crowd will be absolutely on fire from start to finish. Mountaineers 27 to 17. Take the under and the Mountaineers. Let's go drink some beers. Next, fellas. Hit it, CJ. Of course you would defer, Zach. Of course you would defer. <laughs> I, hey, I already had my turn to go first. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I might be a little more optimistic than you are, but I'm going to go 29-10 Mountaineers. 29? How do you get to 29? Got some, got some field goals in there. Okay. Like, what, four of them? Yeah, because I because I think there's going to be times <laughs> this, this this offense you know stalls out a little bit. Um, Are we swinging gate or something? You got three and a miss PAT. How about that? Okay, I like that. All right, all right. You know, um, I just from what I have seen out of this defense, you know, 
yeah, you gave up 30 to Maryland, you know, and then turn around and give up absolutely nothing to, to LIU. And LIU, I think, crossed midfield maybe four times the entire game. Um, they right now are playing with an air of confidence. I don't see that changing. They're, they're going to want to come out. Um, I just – I don't – Virginia Tech's offense has not been world-beating. I just don't expect this defense to give up a, a, a whole heck of a lot. No, I'm, I'm in agreement. I will say I think I'll probably be in the same camp as Blaine with the 17. Um, I'm going to go 24-17 Mountaineers. I think I think the defense will will take care of business. The offense hopefully will continue to get uh, Sam James involved. That's another guy I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, keep up his solid play. Um, looking pretty decent this uh, this season. Much better than he did last season. So hopefully, we can keep that up. Get yeah, I was just saying we've had some Sean Ryan signings this year too. Oh man, he took off on that touchdown. He was blazing down the field. So yes, I love he was. Too. They've got. They've got dudes. We've known this. It's just a matter of getting them in space, getting the ball in their hand, and letting them make plays. So, hopefully, we can continue to develop those guys, get them more, get them more action, and at least for now, Daggy will be the one doing that, getting the ball in their hands. Yeah, and I and I actually I expect to see a little bit more of Tony Mathis. Um, it was good to see him back on the field Saturday and get some touches. Definitely, um, I, I'd love to see them get him mixed in a little bit more, get some of the pressure off of Letty. Um, and really Johnson looked that. great as well, CJ. Uh, he looked fantastic. I he's mean, quick. That, he's he's quick, but he's physical. Like he was hit. Like he he wasn't dancing around. He was hitting the hole lower in the shoulder. He was not afraid of contact. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> and you know what else is great? Like. He was like the prototypical running back that you would like create if you created a prospect in NCAA football, uh, like six two, just a bulldozer, and like had the sweet little thin wristbands on the uh, on the elbows and the forearms. Man, just like that dude looks like a stud, and he's quick into the hole. Love it. Cannot Got some wait. Short dreads coming out the back of the helmet. That's yeah, man. You know that that Johnson has those two. Or are we talking about Mathis? I'm talking about both of them. Oh, I didn't know Johnson had the dreads. Not they're shorter. They're not quite like Matt. Oh, okay, okay. Dreads, but yeah, they, they're, they're, they're a little they're, bit peeking out the back. Yeah, they're kind of like Ricky when he was in college before yeah. he got to the NFL and they got super exactly. long. Run, Ricky, run, man! What a great! I want to get a Ricky Williams uh, Dolphins hat helmet, CJ. I know you'd appreciate that. Oh heck yeah! Yep. But uh, I, 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 we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and say this, fellas. We all feel pretty optimistic about this game Saturday. We think our defense is going to make be able to give Burmeister and there's guys a lot of credit or, and give them a lot of, a lot of trouble. Um, and, and I think we all kind of think our offense is going to take some more steps, which maybe we're just optimistic thinking that against Virginia tech. But I think that the way middle Tennessee state did move the ball at times. I, and I like, I like the fact that it's not a lane stadium. I think that's a huge key in the football game. Uh, we're just as good as they are on both sides of the line of scrimmage. No doubt. Come on, let's be real. No, I I agree. I would like I would like to think that's going to uh, come to pass on Saturday, and we'll come out with the dub. It's it's essentially not turning over the football. You got to play clean. If you play clean, and you make a few plays, I mean, obviously that's like hugging saying we got to make more shots. But it's 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 that simple, right? Yep. That's Don't all we're complicate it. Yeah. FS1 going to be on the broadcast. Uh, anybody know the crew there? I mean, I know me and you, Zach, will not be watching. It, CJ, do you know? 
I do not. I don't know if they've actually announced who's going to have that yet. It's FS1. Uh, I don't. I don't know. You're obviously not getting big. You know, big Fox noon Saturday crew there. Uh, no Gus. No Joel. No Gus and Joel. More than likely. Uh, so, you know, it, it'll. It's. It's definitely a game in terms of the national spotlight on the in the weekend. That definitely is going to get some eyeballs. It's definitely a game that they're going to talk about a little bit on game day Saturday morning. Uh, do we think anybody picks us? Absolutely not. CJ? I'd be surprised if anybody does just because Tech's coming in ranked. Um, Unless Corso didn't have his uh, his pills straight up straight that morning. He might, he might get us. Well, and it also depends, too, on who their celebrity picker is. Um, They're at Penn State Auburn, so. I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Kirk picks us. Mm-hmm. That's bold. Uh, I think I would be more likely to see Pollock or maybe uh, or Corso himself do it. Yeah, well, it's, it's not going to be Desmond. It ain't no. going to be Kirk either. I promise you that. Well, like maybe I said, not. Course, I, said, I was just going out medication on a limb. screwed up in the morning. Maybe he maybe he slides in our in our favor. Yeah, but I'm okay if 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 he doesn't just simply because usually he's like the kiss of death. Sometimes you gotta live the sunshine, the sunshine scooter, fellas. Oh, wow. Not so fast, midget. Not so fast, midget. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, it. I I I haven't seen where it. They have – I know a lot of times for FS1, it's Joe Davis and Brock Hewer. That's who I'd expect on Saturday. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be fun. And, Zach, me and you will not ha- be having to uh, to listen to the FS1 crew, which I'm kind of thankful for. Hey. But we're also going to be listening to- – <laughs> go ahead, buddy. I was going to say we're also going to be listening to the guy right behind us, two rows, who thinks he knows every book playing the playbook. Well, yeah, but I'd rather listen to him in person than somebody on the on the call on TV any day of the week. Good, good point, buddy. Good point. I usually just you know mute the TV and turn Tony on. Not a bad option. I don't like the delay though. Can't lie. I agree. Yeah, the delay kind of sucks, but you know, very very tough. He makes it fun. So Zach, I think everyone really wants to know though. We got to know about the game day attire before before you leave. I mean, we say game time decision, but I feel like we got to figure this out, buddy, before we get off this thing. You're gonna put me on the spot like that? That's I think tough. I am, man. I mean, Grand you obviously have the right to uh, to change your mind before Saturday, but I mean, really gonna rock the horns down on the gold? Well, the gold the gold attire in my closet is not as a plenty or is not as plentiful plentiful if it should. Can you cut this? <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The gold attire in the closet is not as plentiful as it should be. A lot more blue, even some gray. But I'm, I've got, uh, got a new pair of kicks coming in the mail before I head out. Uh, I've got the new uh, fan shoes. Hey, that game. So uh, I'll, Zach, I'll have those going for me. Let me, let me ask you this, man. Don't you last, just run? Up, last, don't you just run up to better. Alumni Hall real quick and just get you a polo? I mean. I'm not a polo on game day. What? Guy, no, Zach, are you can't kidding me? This is this is this this is a little disturbing. These are not formal you. events, Blaine. These are not formal events, but they are. It's business casual, buddy. We're we're here for a business trip. Oh man, absolutely. I, I, I'm with I'm with Zach, man. I'm in the jersey I think you guys or a both. t-shirt oh, or a hoodie. 
Um, Maybe I'll rock the gold Steve Slayton jersey. There you I, go. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a jersey guy though. I'm a, I'm a Jersey guy ahead of a polo guy at a fucking football game. Are you kidding me? Oh, I know. Absolutely not, dude. Polos dude, and pullovers, be, man. Dude, Classy there, Nike be, looks. We're not south of the Mississippi, my friend. Hey, buddy, I'll tell you this right now. Golf polos at football games is the way to go. It's comfortable. It's breathable. You look classy. You look good. You feel you're good. Seven you're there to watch year, a football game. You're drinking, having a good time. You are the 70 way to go. years old, man. 70 years old. I think there's way more, people, way more people that are walking polos at football games than you fellas think. All right, Colin Cowherd. Just saying, man. Just saying. I, yeah, if I was there, I'd be rocking the gold Will Greer. I dig that. I probably won't go gold Steve Slayton. I'm I'm thinking I'm probably going to end up going horns down. It'll, uh, it'll, be a, it'll be a fan favorite. Hey, hey Zach, I'll tell of you course, this. Of course, of course. Hey, hey, Zach, I'll tell you this. You'll appreciate this. Um I saw at the game a guy walking by in a gray Mark Bulger jersey. Whew. I dig it. I I was like, dude, that's what's up. Oh, and real quick, I want to say this real quick to anybody that might be listening to our podcast. If you put trash on that coal monument, you should be banned from Morgantown for the rest of your life. That happened? Yes. Mm. That is disgraceful. It's mm. Yeah, and you can't blame it on the LIU fans when I tell you there were six of them there. I'm not even kidding. Whoever did that, if you were a part of that, you were a disgrace. Don't do it again. It's tough. That's a tough look. Hey, here's the thing, too. I, I saw a fight Saturday night in at a football game. Uh wasn't in Morgantown, but people don't know how to act anymore. Uh, They've been inside too long. Exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah. And, they're getting, and they're getting liquored up in these night games and – People are doing things they shouldn't do, so let's obviously keep it off, keep some uh, trash off the coal monument. But I saw, uh, you know, a, a young a young man almost get like assaulted by an old dude because he was sitting in some chair back seats. It was unbelievable. So let's hope we don't see that. You didn't see anything crazy, crazy like that Saturday, did you, CJ? No, no fights or anything? No, no fights. You know, some some very overserved chicks that basically did a strip show in the concession line. Um, <laughs> dude, dude, they were like 50, 60 years old, and one of them was a teacher. Um, Ooh. yeah, it, 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 it was some coops, it, it was, it and was, not Dana's, no, but no, it's just, you know, I, I don't have an issue. You want to buy a couple of beers in the stadium, whatever, have a good time. I, I can appreciate that, but at the same time, let's also, you know, let, let's be adults, let's understand we're there to have a good time and not be stupid no fights don't don't do anything you will regret the next day or end up on social media over stay classy morgantown stay, stay classy. classy morgantown stay classy and i think that's probably uh the best way to end this guys is uh we stay classy and uh take out the birds and uh get the get deep ready. fryers get yeah. the deep fryers lit up get the deep fryers lit up with some with some turkey get that gobbler <laughs> Yeah.